We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to CFB Nation, presented by Twisted T. And what Hartman meant. We talked about the LL question of the day. LL question of the day for those that are just coming in. What did not you what didn't happen on Saturday that you had become accustomed to seeing with Notre Dame football? What didn't happen on Saturday that you had been accustomed to seeing? When it comes to Notre Dame football, we had a list of like seven to eight things that we went over. But this is Marcus Freeman talking about what he saw from his offense and his new quarterback. Of, of He told me today this was, the I think, the 48th or 47th game he's played in. Right, I think he's started 42 games. This moment isn't too big. And it's about him going out there and just executing. And what I really, really thought he did a great job was putting our offense in a really good position to execute the play. There was a couple thing, a couple calls that we had that was depending on what the defense was showing, we were going to check to a run, a pass, or a certain protection. And just to hear the communication of our coaches to making sure that Sam is putting our offense in a great, um, just really a great situation to succeed was um, really good. I, I thought just the, the overall operation of our offense, um, the ability to run the ball um, helped Sam a lot too, right? The, the, we talked about yesterday in our team meeting, the, the greatest friend for a, a quarterback is the ability to run the ball. And, and that was something that our, our offensive line um, and our running game did a great job of doing today. Left, you pointed out. Saying, Thank God I got somebody that can operate the computer. I can work the TV remote. I'm tired of us coming in here. We got everybody in this dang house. Nobody can know how to work the TV remote, all these buttons. We don't know how to do DVR. Don't know how to find the movies to rent. Can't get to the fight on pay-per-view. Can't find it. It's 9,000 channels. Nobody know how to work the remote. We finally got the man moved in. He out here doing everything with the remote. Turning on the lights. We didn't even know you can do that. Pulling the he curtains got, back, you doing everything, the, huh? He ain't got the clap on. Oh, he entire house working off the remote. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. He, he ain't come and fix the seat. The man that did the, he said, it's just good to have that man, that handyman on tap. And then I forgot, we got guys that can support him too. We got a running game. But man, this show is good to have 
that handyman on on tap. He know how to do everything in the house. Everything worked. We got the outlets working. You know, hot water flowing. This man got the TV jumping. Everybody's favorite show is on recorded. DVR. I don't even got to do nothing. I just see that red that red light could just cut off. I know my show yeah. record. That cat Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman is like the Fresh Prince, bro. <laughs> That mark went from the, the hood to having Jeffrey. Cooking cookin for him every night. Opening the door. He ain't going hungry. Yeah, he ain't going no. hungry now. Ooh, he no, don't know no, what no. to do with himself. Like, you come from Philly and all of a sudden, what? Yo, G, what's for dinner? Yo, yeah, G, like, can you answer the door? Sound. Yo, G, can you run down to the store and get that? Right away. Okay, okay. We can, we can, we can do that. Okay, Marcus Freeman is the first print. That's right. That's right. That's amazing. Refreshing. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What as Notre Dame fans are we bugging, bro? Because it's one game, but we are really sitting here like, oh god, yeah, it's one game, but it's more than one game. It's about the it is refreshing. It's the operation. Operationally, it was a comfort where you was also interested. It wasn't like you was like, man, I check back. We check back after the first half. We got seven points. It was like, man, I might miss a big play. I might miss a big run. I might miss a, a well-designed play call and the quarterback execute real nice on a down and distance where most of the time we wouldn't we wouldn't show up. We don't have to work through the starting slow and guys lining up wrong and you know you missing wide open uh easy passes because you're nervous. It's amazing when you you can you can feel the 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 poise and the comfort from your quarterback. I bet you Alabama fans, they cut on Alabama last year. It was like, man, it's all right. We got Bryce Young. I can feel the comfort through the TV that we're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Watching Sam Hartman, you felt the comfort through the TV that we're going to be straight. Even if he may get sacked, I know we're going to have a play and he's going to execute and he's going he gonna to see the guy I'm looking at on TV wide open and I know he's going to throw it to him. Half the time we screaming at the TV, we seeing dudes opening the quarterback has no idea where he's at. 
Now it's like, okay, oh, I see JT open over. I know Sam's going to find him. Touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That comes through the TV. You know, Sam, you know, that dove looking good, man. His hair never it got out of out of poise or nothing. That brother was just the whole time just suited and booted. Looked like a quarterback out there. Didn't look like he just had his first shave yesterday. The man was right. He looked like he fits right into what we've been trying to do, what we're looking forward to doing in the future. And it all came together just right. Hey, let's get a listen on the starting quarterback. So it's what Coach Freeman said, just um, hats off to our coaches. Um, I mean, we've been prepping for Navy. We know, um, obviously, from last year, um, what a challenge they presented on defense. And, you know, again, part of it's their players and a lot of it's their scheme. Um, And so I think we just, we had a great plan and we went out and executed it. Um, Not really any of my abilities. It was more guys around us, like um, Jaden Greyhouse here, who's a freshman out there making big plays, just no moments too big kind of deal. And so, and then really it starts up front. I mean, I had a a lot of time to go through my reads, progressions, and felt comfortable. Um, So it it really just starts there. Apologies for uh, Barris Leah fouling the shot right there, trying to get a head and shoulders commercial. Thinks he's, he thinks he's Troy P. Now, Trump thinks his bond. That's right. But no, Sam Hartman, man, I think, I think it was the third quarter. It scored the fifth consecutive drive, and he went to the sideline. And he was sitting in the midst of the other quarterbacks, and he took a moment to look up. And I think that's when Sam Hartman realized, like, yo, this is different. Yeah. Like, you see a big old I, I, And I, I think I think it's going to hit him, really, when he plays Ohio State. But even in the midst of, of this Prussian Navy, he had a moment where he looked up and was like, looked around the stadium and was like, this ain't Wake Forest. Oh, he knew that on it, the, the eight-hour flight to Ireland. This ain't no Wake Forest. And I do think that at the end of the day, Jack Cone threw four touchdowns in the first game in dramatic fashion. Yeah. Almost better, almost a more impressive showing for a first game with the situation. He was getting subbed in and out too. I mean, we let's take a step back and appreciate the maturity it took for Jack Cone to be able to be productive with everything included. Making it work. Playing good in spots. Hell, great in spots. Yeah. So that standard's still pretty high. So Sam, great job. But Jack Cohn even had a first game that was a little more impressive. I know that Sam is going to produce more great games in the future. But I do like that comfort that he did give through the TV. It felt like. You know, we had all the right pieces finally. Maybe not the best piece in the world, but we got the right ones to win some football games. Lucky Lucky Podcast, audio edibles each and every day. Post-game show there right now, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Home of the Misguided Passion, you already know how we do it. Man, we spin it different. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Defensively left. Marcus Freeman was happy with his defense, but he admitted, as we talked about, Navy came out, did some things that they just didn't see or expect. 
second year, really the third year for Jack being in that similar position of, of being linebacker and then being a safety and then doing some different things. Um, he's a reflection of, of really what the entire defense did, man. And it's, I'm really proud of him because because what you saw in the first half was offensively from Navy, we looked at everything we could find. I'm talking, we looked at Kennesaw State, we looked at every everything we could find, and they, were, they ran some things that we have never seen. And so the ability to hear the coaches say, okay, write it down, draw it up, let's, let's adjust on the sideline, and then go out there and implement it, I mean, that's what's more impressive than anything. And so um, Kaiser played well, man, eight tackles, I think, um, and he's a leader and he's a senior. But, man, the adjustments our defense was able to make were, were tremendous. Well, you know, it takes, that. To, it takes a lot to even get in and Notre Dame on a adjustment level. You got to be able to be versatile and think on your feet anyway. So I know from a preparation standpoint and an adjustment standpoint, we got the right coaches for it. I mean, if anything, this is where uh, our defensive coordinator comes in in his specialty and that, yeah, you may not be a great recruiter, but you sure as heck better be a great adjuster in the second half or scheme or football defensive coach when it matters because we know that we're picking up on the recruiting slack for you. But Al Golden, we know that we need to lean on your expertise to figure out these schemes and adjust to it the right way because that's what you also are really good at. And and with that, I feel like, yeah, we'll be able to step up to those challenges and we have the, a great enough team that's uh, smart enough to be able to implement it and apply it on the spot, not just something that you got to rep, you know, for whole weeks at a time. That's one of the things that Al Golden talked about. For him, he feels like he's going to be better, specifically game planning for teams week to week in his second season at Notre Dame. That's yet to see. I mean, that's yet to be seen. Uh, We'll see, especially starting against North Carolina State, what he has for Brennan Armstrong in that Wolfpack offense. But you know, we mentioned it yesterday. Other than DJ and Cam Hart getting beat, Thomas Harper got beat late on play action. I thought the Carter kid, the transfer, played really well. Ramon Henderson played really well. Yeah. In the second half. As Marcus Freeman said, they got out schemed early by Navy, and it allowed Navy to hit some things. Once they adjusted, I mean, they held Navy to 2.7 yards, man. 2.7 yards. I don't know what else you can ask. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I just don't know what else you can ask. You know Navy's going to run the ball 40 or 50 times. And the bulk of their rushing yards came early. Like you said, when they just out-schemed Notre Dame and were getting unbalanced lines that had Notre Dame over-committing to one side, and that was that. And that was that, yeah. That was that. I see the question. I don't understand the question. What happened to Benjamin Morrison? 
I understand the question. I saw Benjamin. I mean, he played. And then just like every other starter, Christian Gray and uh, Jay Mickey came in in the third quarter. Yeah. He went to the sideline. Yeah, these games are about getting reps for the whole team. Yeah. yeah. I was just making sure because I don't I don't think Benjamin Morrison, he didn't – I mean, they didn't throw the ball at him. I mean, we're playing Navy. This team runs the ball 90% of the time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you were expecting from Benjamin Morrison against Navy. That, heck, anytime Navy – Navy dropped back on that nine-yard line. This is how bad they didn't want to throw the ball to Benjamin Morrison's side. They threw the ball to Cam Hart's side all night long. All night long. Or the safeties on that side. Yeah, they would have to. They always they, try and Cam Hart. They were on the right half. Drop back and tried to roll out to their left, the Cam Hart side, on their nine-yard line. They're trying to do anything they can to get him. Anything to throw away from Benjamin Morrison. So Benjamin Morrison wasn't going to get any action. He probably won't get any action until Ohio State. I mean, serious. I mean, come on, serious action. He probably won't get until Ohio State. No, Brendan Armstrong is one of those stupid quarterbacks. He's one of those gunslingers that he'll try him. He'll try him. He just will. He just will. That's just who he is as a quarterback. He just one of those dudes. I bet you I can get him. All right. He just one of those dudes, left. He just yeah, is. Bro, I've watched him play since. I remember the first game I watched him play is when Virginia had that hot season and they played Illinois in Champaign. And I'm watching this dude. You know, you just had one of those charm seasons where you throw balls up and it's their 50-50 balls and your guys come down with them. Mm, and, yeah. I'm, and, and I'm sitting there saying how Illinois should have like four interceptions right now. I'm watching the game. So even when things were going his way, I always felt like he just puts the ball in, in, in harm's way way too much. Way too much. Way too much. So, and yeah, they do have a, a good OC, but the OC is not on the field processing. He's a quarterback that go back and watch film from last year. He just puts he puts the ball in harm's way, bro. I don't care how great he had. Think about all the great offensive minds Brett Favre had. That were on the Mike Holmgren. Andy Reid was on that staff. Uh, Moose was on that staff. He had all these great offensive minds, and none of them could stop Brett Favre from putting the ball in harm's way. I don't care what they call. That was just his nature. He was just going to put the ball in harm's way. 
who he just was as a quarterback. He was going to try. Your boy Spencer Rattler, he's the same way. He gonna, but he got the arm for it. You know, he gonna he gonna try. He got the arm for it though. So now we're saying Brett Favre had an arm for it. No, Brett Favre had an arm for it for sure. But when you, I'm saying when you have the arm for it, you're gonna you're gonna put the ball in harm's way naturally, and it's okay. And that's just it's just one of those things. So he'll try Benjamin Morrison. The Ohio State quarterback would definitely try Benjamin Morrison because of the, the wide receivers he has. Yeah. They legit have they legit have three first round wide receivers that are gonna be starting. Yes. I'm talking about Ohio State. Yes. Three. Uh yeah, that's generally every year they got there. I I venture to say Caleb is gonna try him because Caleb tried him last year. Yeah. Uh Kay Klubnik, uh Riley Leonard. I mean, we'll see. But yeah, Benjamin Morrison will get his limited attempts coming up. Heck, the Tennessee State quarterback might just get bold. Who knows? Yeah, it might just get bold, yeah. It, it might just get bold. Last but not least, before we get out of here, great show. If you missed the beginning, Malik talked about developing the offense up to North Carolina State, the building blocks, and how Jared Parker is going to do that along with Sam Hartman. But last but not least, we saw a lot of freshman wide receivers get on the field. That's right. Jane Greyhouse had two touchdowns, and Marcus Freeman said he saw it in the fall, but it was good to see them do it in live action. You know, consistently do your job, especially at that position, and you'll be in a position to be rewarded. And and Rico Flores played well, right, in his first, um, you know, college experience. But Sometimes when you play well at the wideout position, you always get those rewards. And so to see uh, Jaden Greathouse go out there and score two touchdowns today, um, it, it's a reflection of, of hopefully what Coach Stuckey has done with that room because I think four wideouts caught touchdowns today, right? And Greathouse had two of them. And um, that room is continuing to improve. Um, the protection was good. And so uh, I think that's going to be a great momentum builder as we get ready for next week for Jaden. How does the young buck stack his chips? This is a hot take. Because most people will say, man, I love the trio or the quartet of receivers that are freshmen. Right? The crazy thing is, Notre Dame has had more talented freshman classes than wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. I was That's great, and that might sound crazy. You go back to the Brian Kelly era. They have some receivers now. Especially around 15, 16, 17. Yeah, we had, I mean, EQ was a number one receiver. He was 6'5", ran a 4'3", can do everything. Chase ran a 4'3", 6'5". Miles ran a 4'3", he was 6'5". Uh, Will Fuller 
running the fold, whatever. DeVaris was a top receiver. TJ was pretty solid. Um, Chris Brown was a consistent one. Corey Robinson was a special find. Torrey Hunter should have got some more burn. Um, yeah, I mean, receiver-wise, we had him. Amir Bruh. played receiver for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. TJ was a, caught a couple touchdowns, and he was receiver, running back. I mean, hell, I mean, what didn't we have during those years? Our tight ends were good. Ben Koyak, Troy Nicholas, uh, Durham Smythe, who's still the longest active tight end playing. It, feels like. it is. We had great. <laughs> It's great to see development. Yeah. That's my point. It's great to see development. It's great to see youngsters out there getting tech. Salute to Chancey Stucky. That's right. Everything he's doing with the youngsters at the wide receiver position. Hey, man. Hey, did you see how big Cam Williams looks? What are you talking about? I've literally been next to Cam Williams oh multiple times. I mean, I mean, like in the pads, because I saw the highlights of his first. But he looks huge, bro. He <laughs> is a man amongst boys. Yeah, like he's oh, he was a man amongst boys in his junior year. Man, he's he looks good in the pads, man. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're yeah, gonna have the same problem in the wide receiver room. Somebody's gonna have to go to the other side of the table when Cam, See, Williams yeah, but there. yeah, but who because now I mean, hey, 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 <laughs> I'm just saying, who are you talking to? Who are you hey. gonna talk to? Hey, because I don't, I mean, who you, who you, whose card you pulling? I'm just telling you, Chancey's gonna have to, <laughs> who is he going? Who? Who hey, is going to be the guy that got to fall on the sword? Chance is going to have to look around the room and say, hey, I need y'all two to go to the other side of the table. Two? It's going to be two? At some point. At some point. I'm trying to tell you. Man, where Aeneas Williams at? That's my guy. I want him to play, too. Hey. He's going to be in there, too. Okay. It's somebody going okay. to it's gonna be a lot of transfers. It's going to be a lot okay. of transfers. How long did it take our boy? Our boy showed up on campus in Columbus, and uh, wide receiver coach had to have that conversation. Like, hey, I'm gonna need uh, y'all. This is, this is a different situation, though. What, what do you mean? Like our running back room is; these are different situations because all of our running backs are are starters, pretty much. But you got the young bucks. That you're trying to insinuate moving out, who though? Just like the receiver, you gonna tell Cam nah. Williams? You gonna tell JT move nah. over for Cam Williams? Nah. Because Tobias is still telling people to move over, and he can't even get the ball. Nah. And he open. Left. Nah. Left. <laughs> nah. What we're not about to do? <laughs> Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, 
or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. What we're not about to do is we're not about to compare. Okay. Running back, running back and wide receiver, two different things. Yeah. Running back, they've been running with the ball in their hands their whole life. That's what it is. Here, here's the ball. Here's the ball. Go do what you do. Nobody in that running back room runs like Jeremiah Love, bro. <laughs> I know it. You know it. The dudes in that running back room know it. <laughs> Who is he talking to? That's all I want to know. Who the tough conversation being dealt to? That's 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 all I'm saying. Because somebody it doesn't, get... it doesn't matter who has to move. I don't care who has to move. <laughs> oh, he it don't matter for you. I don't care. When Will popped, did y'all care who had to move? Hey, but Will was the old, but it's hold on. Will full of pop halfway through the year. It was different. When he popped against Michigan State, what was the conversation? What was the conversation, love? It was different. Here we go. How is it different? Because Will, we didn't have anybody like Will. In the respect of what what we were trying to do down the field. Like, we have down the field threats. Who? Tobias. Okay. Rico Flores. Jayden Greyhouse has been a down-the-field threat, even though, you know, he's not as fast. Him and JT, you know, not as fast, but they are considered down-the-field threat. We got guys that can push down the field, maybe not as fast. I mean, but we got a fast, tall dude that we can't get into now. I'm going to need Sam Harvin to get his deep ball uh, grip. <laughs> So it does matter who it is. You're not going to move Tobias over for Cam because Tobias like, damn, I'm still trying to get mine. I said it yesterday. Tobias, Tobias would have popped if he was if he was at Notre Dame. If he was with Will. If he was, if if he was with, yes, if he was with your era, it would be he would have popped already. Yeah, he would have popped already. He would have been, been three and out. Now he got to spend another year patty caking with the guys down here, you know, but yeah, he hasn't played with a big arm quarterback yet. That's just what it is. His speed needs a big arm quarterback. It might be CJ Carr next year, it might be Minchie, it might be Angeli. But he's just not a big, big arm, arm either, do he? Well, I hey, I ain't seen it. I mean, I'm seriously, like, does he have a big arm? I don't know. Because Kenny really got a strong him. arm. He ain't got a big arm. Kenny got a strong arm. And CJ, you know. Man, why don't we recruit? Deuce Knight, Deuce Knight got a big arm. Yeah, he needs to real that big arm guys anymore? Dang. It, was I the last? Me, Deshaun, and Ed? CJ has a, a, de- a decent arm. CJ has a decent arm. Deuce Knight, definitely. Deuce has a cannon. Okay, okay, okay. But you know, I didn't think Sam had a you know 
But I wasn't expecting Sam to be doing that, you know. So yeah, Cam is gonna be right. It's just who who you, who are you talking to? Who are you gonna talk to? You keep saying who you gonna talk to. What do you mean? You gonna tell JT to move on for Cam? Is there no one in Notre Dame has established themselves as a star? What are you talking about? JT's kind of a star. Say what? For we talking about for the Notre Dame football team? Yeah, JT is considered a top. Player for by, the, by who? <laughs> by the by the where the ball goes. Man, this is the Lucky Lefty podcast, man. We are not like these others. What are you talking about right now? JT is JT right according, now. according to who? Chancey Stucky. He's a star receiver of the room right now. He's our he's our number. Who's our number one receiver right now? I mean, if we JT just talk was, about the pecking order. Okay, yeah, he's the number one receiver, but he's he, he not a star receiver at Notre Dame. What, how what, would you what de- are we talking about? How would you define? We back in effect st- now, boy. Your boy, your boy, didn't <laughs> finish treatment. We we back in effect. Season has started. What what is going on, man? Are you getting so? Soft? You said our number one receiver isn't a star. How we have a number one receiver that isn't no. a star? How do we have a receiver as, as number one as not a star? Then we just we just established on the post game show that USC has a freshman receiver that's better than anybody yeah, yeah. in our wide receiver room. But he's the one of the better in the country. Him, Evan Stewart, you know, they're in the country. So We're just no, saying. we don't have a star receiver yet. <laughs> no. He's not the only star, though. Zach Branch is not the only star on the field. We so have you're stars. Talking about, you're talking about for his team. And Zach Branch may be the highest star next to Caleb on the field, but he's not the only star on the field. See, Brian Lofton said he's a rare talent. That's my point. Yeah. Cam Williams is a rare talent. Jeremiah Love is a rare talent. You know what, dude? We're not trying to figure out who's got to get up from the seat and go to the other side of the table. Just move. Oh, you just <laughs> just move. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's bro. That's it. Is a but team no, management aspect. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we don't have a star receiver. Unfortunately, could one develop this season? We'll see. But right at this moment, no. There is no one that you're putting on the NPC promo to promote the game at wide receiver. That's Sam Hart. When have you seen Jaden Thomas on the NPC promo? When? Uh, Leading up to the game. I mean, he had a couple highlights. No, no, no. When have you seen a promotion for the next upcoming game and Jane Thomas was the picture on that promo. When? He had a couple. Lead, I don't know. But no. He's he reaching with five fouls. Say it again? He's our number one receiver. Is he? So, what is, I mean, who is? Is he? 
going into the game, who's our does he, does, This is an honest question. Does he have a better connection with Sam Hartman and Jaden Greathouse? It's an honest question for me. Does he have a better connection with the quarterback than Jaden Greathouse? That's an honest question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, it's still early. So look, you asked me a question about Cam Williams. You said you didn't know he was as big and dominant. And all I'm telling you, I don't care if it's Rico. I don't care if it's Rico. I don't care if it's Chris Tyree getting an extra year. I don't care if it's Jaden Thomas. I don't care who it is. Somebody's going to have to get up from this, the left side of the table and move to the other side when Cam Williams comes into that room. And you're saying it don't matter. It? When Zach Branch walked in, what do you think they said? What do you think that wide receiver coach said? Oh, they got – well, they okay, but they got some good receivers in there already. They got the Mario Luke running. It didn't, and it didn't matter. <laughs> when Zach Branch walked in the room this summer, what did the wide receiver coach at USC say? Hey, I'm going to need y'all to get up. Go to the other side of the table. See, we'll see what that looks like when they play an actual good team. Oh, here we go. When they play – they don't play. now. Now we got to see it again. Now we got to see talent against good teams. That's what we got to do. Lucky Lefty Podcast. I'm excited because things are looking up offensively and there's some great talent at the skill positions pouring into South Bend. So Notre Dame fans, and Notre Dame fans, whoever you are on social media, going back and forth with Ohio State fans, Continue to do so. Continue to give them hell. It's beautiful to watch. It's absolutely beautiful and amazing to watch. Let them talk their trash. Let them talk their trash. But yes, it is absolutely amazing that we get to watch this offense develop and get better from Tennessee State to North Carolina State to Central Michigan on into the big game against Ohio State and South Bend. Got to let it develop piece by piece, percentage by percentage of allowing the offense to open up and blossom like a beautiful flower, man. And hopefully what we're going to see is an offense so multifaceted that it's going to give a lot of defenses hell this year. You know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic? Petty Junction. Petticoat 
Petty Jumps and Petty Story of the Day brought to you by Nora Whiskey and NoraWhiskey.com, the premium American whiskey at NoraWhiskey.com. Hey, man, this dude, Noah Lyles, I know he's been the 200-meter champion. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, what's your gripe? I know you didn't like Kevin Durant trying to say NBA champions aren't world champions, but what are you really saying, man? Like the NBA literally the the MVP and the champion, the best two players on the championship team this year were literally from Canada and Europe. The best two players. The NBA is the pinnacle of the world playing in a league. The pinnacle. And now you want to question? I would probably say the NBA and the NHL are like the two leagues that are the pinnacle of international play within the league. Who cares that the games are played in the United States? They're the world champs. You're the world champs. It's the best players from around the world. That's what it is. And it's apples and oranges, dude. You talk about a league and getting teams and putting schedules together where you have to fly across ocean. You know how much work that takes? Dude, all you have to do is fly to one location and everybody come there and run around a track. It's apples and oranges. What are you talking about? You have the nerve to get on a pedestal like you're doing something better? Like your gold medal, your world championship is worth more? What are you talking about? You compare yourself as an individual to teams that have to be formed, organizations that have to be formed around the world, and then you have to get scheduling done. What what are you talking about? I'm trying to figure out, number one, your logic, and number two, why you felt the urge to try and elevate what you do. Why are you comparing yourself as a single man to a team sport? It's just you. World Championship, you're running for you. It's not the Olympics. You're not running for your country in the World Championship. You just happen to be from the United States. But you're a goofball if you don't recognize that the NHL and the NBA are the biggest representatives within a league sourced in the United States and Canada and have every right to call themselves world champions. The NBA is so dope that some of the best players from countries come here, can't crack the rotation, and go back to Europe. Rudy Fernandez. Rudy Fernandez was cold for Spain for years. 
came over here and couldn't crack rotations and went back to Europe with his tail in between his legs. But you want to question whether or not the NBA and the level of talent should be called world champions? As I said before, the two best players on the world champions were from Canada and Europe. What are we talking about? The NBA is the world. The NHL is the world. What are we talking about? Hey, maybe the league baseball. You want to keep it above with the influx of Cubans, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, China, Japan. What are we talking about, man? Being a world champ has nothing to do with flying across the continent and playing games somewhere else. Who is the who is participating in the league? The last I checked, Major League Baseball, the NHL, and the NBA have the world participating, the best in the world. It's apples to oranges, man. What are you talking about? And honestly, seeing the Euro League champion against the NBA champion is going to be like watching these expanded college football playoffs when they go to 12. Because you're going to see some of these matchups be a waste of time with these 12, 11th, and 10th seeds. Watch. It's going to be a waste of time. It's going to be a huge waste of time. Throw Jerry Ryan's door up in the White Sox on the petty train again. Friday night, three young ladies were shot at the White Sox game. How a gun got into guaranteed rape, I have no clue. The authorities asked the White Sox, listen, Three young ladies were shot in the stands at Guaranteed Rape Field on Friday night. During the game, the authorities, the authorities asked the White Sox to stop the game. Obviously, the authorities thought the threat was that bad. And the White Sox said no. The White Sox had three young ladies with injuries from gunshots in the stands during a game, a meaningless game against the Oakland A's, were asked by authorities to stop the game. And Jerry Reinsdorf and the White Sox said no and continued the game. I'm not making this up. Not making this up. Then Jerry Reinsdorf the next day had the nerve to release three sites for a new stadium. Arlington Heights, where the Bears are trying to move, near the United Center, in the Soldier Field site 
the Bears indeed move. And people wonder why the Chicago Bears, I mean, why Jerry's Reinsdorf and all of his organizations are the laughing stock. You can't make this stuff up, people. Can't. Craziest thing. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Lock in with us. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll get into more from Marcus Freeman's press conference today. We'll continue to build the Tennessee State. Might get a guest on from the Tennessee State side of things to talk about Eddie George and the Tigers and what they bring to South Bend. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Do us a favor. Hit the like button. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Audio edibles each and every day on CFB Nation. Thank you, Marvin Bell. Thank you to everybody. Marquise Lawton, everybody that gave us kudos. My guy, Roger Dodger out there, USC fan. Good to see you. Good to see all of you guys, man. Enjoy this. Enjoy this. Enjoy what we saw and what we'll continue to see as we continue to develop and lead up to these big games later on the schedule. We appreciate you guys. For Malik, I'm Sean Davis. We bid you adieu to tomorrow. Have a great day. But most of all, make sure that you spin it. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.